our soul self loves newness and different situations because it knows that we can learn. Probably the reason you're here is out of that comfort zone a little bit enough that it's new for you and that's where your true happiness is. Hi, I'm Gemma Petherbridge and this is the Higher Self School podcast. Each month we explore topics that are perfect for the spiritually inclined and curious. So, if you're part of the awakened generation, this podcast is perfect for you. Hi everyone, welcome back. So this is our third week of talking all about 5D. Last week, you will remember we were doing what's the difference between 3D, 4D and 5D. And the previous week, I was even explaining what that means. So hopefully by now, you're starting to understand how important it is for you as a person, but also as a collective for everybody else, even for the planet itself. Now this week, I'm going to speak about how we can start to actively help our energies increase and therefore help us go from 3D to 4D to 5D. I'm gonna give you lots and lots of suggestions, okay? There's lots of different things you can do. Just literally starting to feel more positive, doing your gratitudes every day, having a little morning routine, all of those make a massive difference. But yeah, today I'm going to share lots of different things you could do. And as is human nature, there'll be one or two that stand out to you as the ideal ones to do now that you feel motivated to do. So just listen to what I'm saying, but listen out for, wait for the feelings of I want to do that one. That is your intuition telling you that is the best way forward for you right now. And when I have finished, if there's something you're still not, you haven't pinpointed the right one. Okay, we do also have our workshop, which will be on the 30th of the month. And that is a workshop that you are free to attend. You'll hear more about it in a little while in our little advert section where I will share with you lots of techniques to help you work with the 5D energy or help you get to that 5D energy. So also do sign up. It's free to attend if you want to do a month's free access to the school. Then it's only 22 22 a month at the moment. It will go up, prices go up, but if you happen to jump on it now, you would only ever pay £22.22p. Right, let's begin. All the different things we can do to work at becoming 5D. Now, one thing I would suggest is to start to explore the idea that everything is a frequency. Yes, when we look at you, when we look at your skin, you look very dense, no offense if people are gonna take that the wrong way, but you look like you're a physical being. Approach or accept the idea over time, how long ever it takes you, that you are actually a vibration. You are a collection of different vibrations that's making up your human body. And actually there is more space between our atoms than there is physicality. With that, that means everything around us is also a frequency, a vibration, and it's a lot easier to access and bring in vibrations than it is to bring in physical things, although technically they are the same thing. It's just a different 
concept. So I would recommend exploring that idea, maybe considering looking at some quantum physics. It's a bit intense, I'll warn you now. But this is where science is going to go. So allowing these concepts in, opening up your awareness is never a bad thing. It's always going to help um, bring things forward. I've got an awful lot of seagulls who've decided to hang around outside. So I hope that's not affecting anybody's sound. So apologies, guys. Then I would recommend starting with looking at your self-development rather than your spiritual development. Okay, self-development is literally developing the, the self. Spiritual development is, as you can imagine, it's more esoteric. It's our, it's a part of us that's lived many lives. It's our intuition, our psychic abilities, our soul purpose, things like that. But first, I recommend focusing on who you are today and making adjustments that you feel are going to make yourself happy. I was going to say changes and stuff, but it's not about that. It's about what could you bring in or alter that makes you happier? So it's only a positive thing, yeah? So for some of you, that could be an awareness that you're eating the wrong foods. There is this belief long-term 5G people probably only have vegetarian and vegan, but take that or leave it. That's completely up to you. More about the body. Like, are we moving the body? Does the body feel flexible? Could it do with some yoga, some light exercise? Would it like you to drink more, to sleep more? Maybe like like we're saying some different foods or even like meditate more. Does it need that moment? So don't forget when we meditate, our body falls into a sleep state. It's another chance for our body to heal. So it's never a bad thing. So we're meditating to help our mind, but also our body see it as time to look after itself. I would also recommend considering trying to meditate or at least calm the mind. The reason I say this is we are predominantly water and there is a doctor called Dr. Emoto who did the most amazing um, experiments. Some of you would have heard this already where he got these barrels of water and around the barrels he put positive words or really hateful, horrible words and they were separate. So in different places, different energies around each. So one was getting lovely positive affirmations and one was getting very negative affirmations. They then took that water, froze it, and then look, looked at it under, under a microscope so they could see what the structures of the icicles were like. The ones that were given the nasty words, the negative words, the structures looked terrible, they weren't really symmetrical in any way, and they weren't really well formed. On the flip side, the ones that were given these lovely positive words were stunningly beautiful, symmetrical shapes. Okay, why is that relevant to us? Well, if we are predominantly water and we do have a tendency, especially in the 3D, to focus on negative words and say negative things to ourselves, watch negative television, if we can program water and we know that we can, so we've just heard Dr. Moto is literally charging this water with good phrases or bad phrases, imagine what we are doing to our insides, to our body, when we think negative things. And don't forget last week I was saying a positive energy, a positive train of thought really quickly outdoes a negative, so don't worry if you're doing it, it's something that you can at this moment in time decide to change. 
And this is why I would say that. So if you are aiming to change your train of thought to something more positive, then you are going to start to raise your vibration because your water, the water in your body is going to feel better. So I think that's a really lovely one to start. So look at the what the body needs, but also look at maybe trying to work on your internal dialogue so that that's happier. Now there are quite a few different ways you can do this. Meditation means that when that internal dialogue comes in, you just thank it and ask it to come back later and it just fizzles away. You could though consider doing active things like gratitudes are lovely, gratitudes in the morning, and that's literally what it sounds. It is writing down everything you are grateful for. And a, a rampage of appreciation is kind of that on a next level. You've got maybe a page to three pages and you are just gonna keep writing everything you're happy for, like a rampage of positivity. And you do feel your energies increase. The other thing you can do is journal. So often this negative mind chatter is in there, but if we could get it out on paper, it stops being something inside us. And it's when I've had the worst moments in my life, I always refer to journaling. So it's not in my head, it's out of my body. And I cannot emphasize enough how profound and quicker change it makes for me. And I've started to describe it in the last few years as when things are hard and you almost wake up, I don't know, if you've got a scale, one being no stress at all, 10 being ultra stress, and you're going through hard times, and maybe you're a six or seven when you wake up, so 10 isn't that far away. If you journal, it kind of creates a ditch, yeah? It, it reduces, so you get to go from your I don't know, you're seven to a five. It gives you a bit more of an allowance. So it's harder for you to go up that spectrum. There's a longer steps to take before you get really down. And honestly, that's exactly how I felt. And it's, it's, like, it's changed my life. It stops me if I'm going through negative spiral in the past where I've worried about money, finances, supporting my family, something like that and it allows me to be more productive and get stuff done. So I recommend that. Journaling for me is a must, but it'd be good as well to help this, the water in the body. Let's program it with lovely positive thoughts. So once you've done those two, once you've considered what your body needs and maybe what your mental health needs, again, that could be different for different people. You can also start to observe if you've got any blocks, any limiting beliefs, and blocks will show up as things you'd love to do, but you don't because. That because, if you're doing it a lot, if you're always the same thing, I'm too shy, I'm too this, I'm too that, that's a block. Okay, limiting belief is very similar. It will be, I can't do this because I'm not pretty enough. It's a limiting train of thought, yeah? So I would look at those because we are all here to self-actualize, to do our sole purpose. And so it's always a good thing to, if there's a limiting belief, a block, to move past it. It's another part of our mind chatter. Ironically, so we are safe and supposedly happy. Our mind chatter comes in, our egoic mind sets off this mind chatter so that we stay in the bubble we're always in where we are safe. It's ironic because we will never be as happy as if we get to self-actualize. But 
our egoic mind doesn't know that so it thinks it's helping where it's really not helping and for me personally i'd recommend theta which is a real theta healing is amazing for blocks it goes to the fundamental block you've got past life regression if you feel you can't understand why you're doing what you're doing if there's a repeating pattern anything like that and there's no real understanding in this life while you are like that potentially could be a past life somatics is getting these energies out of the body energy work is something else energy works lovely um, we'll talk more about this next month because we're doing the energy body next month energy work is you don't necessarily need to go deep into why those blocks are there it's just going to release them so if you want something a bit easier you don't really want to be analyzing yourself too much maybe that's a good one and of course we've got the more classic uh, psychologist counselors things like that all there to support you once you've done all of those okay and you're becoming maybe more aware of your spiritual development and your energy body which a lot of people are aware of their energy body they go into a room and they just feel i like this room or i don't like this room i like this new person i've met or i don't you are picking up on that person's energy and when you get to that point where you're becoming aware of energies you could tell if your energy's up your energy's down then i would start to also consider looking at energy work so reiki is a classic one and next month i'm going to do an offer with reiki so again just be aware next month is going to be useful for this. this is why we're doing this this month and why we're doing that next month and also consider that the point where you become aware of your energy body okay you are a frequency you remember in the first week we were talking about the koshas the energy body and how looking after the energy body naturally looks after the physical body that's why it's becoming more and more popular now that we look at frequencies we do sound healing that is so profound and we do reiki work and we really focus on energies uh tai chi qi gong all of those are there to work at our energy bodies Okay, so at the point where you have really focused on the emotional body and the physical body, this is the point where I'd recommend looking at your spiritual side and starting to focus more on spiritual development as well as you're keeping all of the ones we've just done intact. You're still doing them if and when you feel you need to, but we are becoming as aware of our spiritual body okay and i recommend cultivating a daily practice maybe that's the meditation it could include the journaling if you're loving journaling enough that you want to bring it in perfect do it now then you go on to do intuition okay so at this point you're probably becoming more aware of the energies around you connecting to your intuition anyway so the intuition is the part of the right brain it's part of what I phrase as the Yoda. It's the wiser part of us. It's the part that's probably lived many lives and it's connected to the wiser aspect. Remember in the koshas, it's, it's part of the wiser aspect of us. And when we start to get guided from that point, we will feel it will guide us through the day, it will help us and it will give us guidance. Don't forget it can see past the present moment 
and it gives us a comforting feeling of connection, of support in life, but it's also going to show us the right way forward. So it's very much coming from our higher self that knows better. So I do recommend cultivating a daily practice. Maybe that involves yoga and meditation, potentially journeying to get this mind chatter out. And please do consider just taking a moment to connect your intuition. And you can do that in multiple ways. Some days for me, I will sit and connect in and connect to my heart. Some other days I will see my guides come forward and I will have a communication with them. Other days I just wanna pull some tarot cards. And if you're getting used to this, if it, this idea of your intuition is pretty new concept and you're even maybe questioning it a little bit that you can do it, then definitely consider starting by doing tarot cards, a pendulum, something like that outside of your physical body as it will give you the confidence to start trusting what's coming up. When we do our workshop at the end of the month, okay, I'm going to speak about what energetic hygiene is because at this point you'll be aware of your energy body. It, the energy body can have a buildup of denseness, of stress from the day, like a buildup of negative energy and it is the nicest feeling to get that energy off you, to release it, to let it go. So I'll talk about that then, but that would also be lovely to have as part of your daily routine, but maybe it's after you finish your day. Prime example, I um, burn some sage in the morning to clear my space, to make a neutral space, and so my mind feels quite chill, but I'll do the same again when I finish my working day. I work from home, so I've got an office that's sometimes a social area, but is also a work area, and I'll keep neutralizing. And if I'm currently right now recording the podcast but when I then go to speak at my school you know to host events at the school online I will sage and it feels like I'm saying goodbye to what I've just done and I'm bringing in a new energy so energetic hygiene is going to become more and more significant to people and it's going to be a nice easy way to control your energies and to increase your vibe quicker Sound frequencies are the same, having crystals around you. There's lots of things you can do. But like I said, when we do the workshop, living from the 5D or living your 5D lifestyle, I will literally give you the gifts, the tools, okay? So do come along if you can, guys. Link to all of that is in the bio. Hi everyone, Gemma here and it is your tea break time, a moment to step away from our main episode and the main theme while I tell you about this month's workshop. So you'll already know every month we cover a particular topic now, this month being 5D. With that, I will be inviting all of our lovely listeners, including yourself, to come along to a workshop at the end of the month where we will bring together this knowledge and take it a step further. So this time around we are doing the 5D Living Workshop and it's a chance for you to learn tools and techniques to integrate to help you go from the 3D to the 5D. Okay, that's going to be on the 30th of January in the evening UK time. And if you want to come along, head to our show notes, click the link for the Higher Self Score, you'll see that it talks about the workshop and you are going to be invited to join the school for one month for free okay it's a monthly membership site 22 pounds 22 a month but for this particular month if it's the first time you have joined 
It'll be completely free. Come along to the workshop, also get the replay. You can get the replays of all previous workshops and events. So if you're listening to this past January 2023, don't worry. You can still come and listen and you can come to that particular month's workshop as well. Plus you'll get full access to all of the other events we have that month, including new moon, full moon ceremonies, a healing temple session every week, and access to all of our lovely people in the community. Okay, I hope to see you there. It's a way of bringing together this information and also meeting our gorgeous Higher Self School community. But now, back to the main episode. Now, we're gonna go a little bit deeper now. If you are into your spirituality, you are a brave soul who's up for stuff like shadow work. And shadow work is the parts of us that we don't necessarily like and we are aware of. So it's not integrated. Where you are aware of stuff in life, it shows it's not integrated because it's kind of tapping you on the shoulder and annoying you. You would not think about it if you were fine with it. Okay, and that's very shadow work stuff. So for some people, it's what their body looks like. It could be that they're not in the career, the job that they want. They wish they'd said this thing once upon a time, but they said something else. It's regrets, it's shame, it's dislike about part of us. It could be all sorts. It's very dense. It's not great energy. And it's stuff, therefore, that we need to clear. And to be able to, in all of the research I've done, all the books that I read, all the other podcasts I listened to, the amount of people that were saying to get to 5D, we need to be clearing our shadow side. We need to love who we are, the physical body, the emotional body, all of who we are. We just need to be okay with it and release any old energies. Another part of that is imagine the idea of karma okay, and needing to clear karma. So if you've not heard of this before, karma is the idea of we've had many lives, we could have done wrongs to other people, to ourselves, in other lives, and anything bad, small or big, okay, and that can hold on to our soul in the karma, the energy of that thing stays with our soul, not always, but very regularly, And as we come into a new life, we come in with the karma from the old life and we want to be finding ways to release that karma, not add to that karma. So it's a lot easier to release in the 5D because we'll be living a lifestyle that works with the releasing, the loving, the open, the heart, that works with releasing karma rather than the 3D, which can add more karma. Okay, so that's something else to be aware of, the letting things go. And just to explain that a little bit more, how karma works is when we are in between lives and as a soul, we are deciding why we want to come down here, what we want to learn. And we've got our soul groups and we all agree to play parts. And in one life, you could be the mother and in to a soul. In the next life, you could be, that soul could be your mother and you're the child. So, and you may actually experience the same thing. Okay, so in one life, if you wanted to experience what it would be like to have a broken heart, that soul, the other soul, has agreed to create a situation where you'll feel a broken heart. And then in the next life, you could be the person showing the other person what a broken heart feels like. So, 
that's why at a soul level, everybody is to be loved, even the worst people we would deem in the world, because at a soul level, we've agreed these lessons. But again, this is very complex for some people, especially if you've had really hard things happen in your life. It's hard for those words to be received, I know, and to be okay with them. But to release karma, that's the level we look at, really. We look at, right, one soul, this person came in to show me this, this is what I learned from that, and I'm going to release. And that moves on to my next point, which is more advanced, so that's already advanced, karmic release, massively advanced, shadow work, advanced stuff, forgiveness, so many people find that really hard, but the act of forgiving as well is also going to help you raise your vibration. Now, in the last few years, I've changed what I've said. I don't really say forgiveness anymore. I say releasing because that's what you want to do. You are asking you to forgive someone does not mean you, we also would love you to be their best friend. That is so not what that is there for or meant to be what would then happen because that person has wronged you, maybe big or small, doesn't matter, but they've wronged you and you've learned maybe you can't trust that person or that you're not safe around that person. So you're not to bring them back into your life unless it plays out that that's the right thing to do for you. But I'm saying I'm not asking you to bring people into your life that mean you're not safe. What forgiveness is meant to ask, but the word just doesn't work, I don't think. I think the word is the problem, is that you forgive yourself, that's also complicated, I know, and you let it go because if your life involves remembering what that thing was that's happened to you multiple times again and again every day every day it's keeping your energies low and you are missing out on what could be a joyful life so instead of forgiveness I would say release decide at some point when it suits you that that's enough of that now I've been in that state for that long I do not need to experience that anymore I need to love myself and I need to cut the cords, cut the energy and move on separately. And you'll know when you've done that, when you've released slash forgiven, because you'll stop thinking of that person or they'll get there. The time you think of them will be minimal. Okay, so that's what it's about. It's not about forgiving people that probably you should not trust or have in your life anymore. It's about making room, energetic room so you can be happier. And I hope on that level, that sounds more powerful and makes a lot more sense for people. Okay, and then the final one, compared to what I've just said now, feels quite simplistic, but it's learning to embrace change. Okay, you're a soul that's lived many lives, you are an expert at change, but the egoic mind loves a bit of sameness because that's safe. And our soul self loves newness and different situations because it knows that we can learn. So if you don't like change, it's probably the egoic mind resisting because it likes who you are. But probably the reason you're here is out of that comfort zone a little bit enough that it's new for you. And that's where your true happiness is. Okay, moving on. Another thing that you could get involved with and start to really enjoy is the idea of manifestations. 
okay? If, you, if you've never heard of this before, I've been saying it actually the last few weeks, maybe I ought to clarify. Manifesting is creating, it's manifesting is quite a magical phrase and it's about bringing to you that which you would like. So it's also law of attraction. But when we manifest, we are asking in an energy, a frequency. So in, it, that generally plays out as items, as things, as a new job, as a partner. It could also be money, financial abundance, things like that, but manifesting. And at this level, where we want you to be starting to work towards the 5D, maybe consider that the 3D and even some of the 4D, because 4D includes time, but when we think from the 3D, we are limiting our options of what could happen because we're presuming things will take time. Okay, so a prime example is I need to work so many hours a week for so many years at my job to be able to afford a mortgage. And we just put that limiting thing on there. It's going to take this amount of time. And if something happens and we need to spend that money somewhere else, it's going to take even longer. If you just stop saying, I'm going to save for a mortgage and you change to, I am a property owner, you are welcoming from the universe any possibility, many, many different ways it could make you a property owner. And all you are doing is welcoming in the frequency of being a property owner, okay? So that's what I'd like you to consider is manifesting is just bringing in frequencies. So that's not as hard as bringing in things, although technically it's the same thing. And time doesn't need to have anything to do with it. So the next thing I'm going to talk about is a few things that can come up. Okay, we're nearly done. This is me sharing my final bits of wisdom on this topic. And obviously next week we bring in our guests. And I'm just going to speak about some of the things that you may experience if you take this leap into raising your vibration. One being, you are going to probably feel that your beliefs start to change from some people around you. Maybe you're already blessed to have quite a high vibe tribe around you. Otherwise, you may start to see what people are saying and not necessarily agree with them. And when that happens, that's you stepping back from the group collective and seeing things differently. And it can start to feel like you're on the outside looking in and everybody else has got the same opinion and they all think you should do the same thing. So they're following the timeline of what a human should do, when a human should do it. And if you step away and you start to do something different, it's awkward for them and it's awkward for you. And I think often people find it awkward for them because you're showing that there's other options that they may not have considered. So it's not always received well. That's my message is it can be hard. I know it's easier almost to stay in the collective. You'll never be as happy, I imagine, because you're, you're kind of following the group, the herd mentality rather than what's really good for you. And interestingly, when you decide to take this step and be who you want to be, often your group will watch on and go, oh, I like what she's doing, and they'll end up joining you. So you're not doing a bad thing. You're, yes, you're the first person, it's difficult, it's hard, but you'll probably find other people 
will join you. Now, this naturally brings up the fear of being different and in certain cultures around the world, me suggesting you are different and you stand out is probably potentially sadly not possible. So again, I'm aware of that. All I can say when I was writing this, I did tap into my intuition throughout writing this. And what I got for that was just to say that everybody's where they need to be in the world for the lessons that they need, but also to support the people around them, the souls around them that need the lessons that you can offer. So do what you can, but keep yourself safe. And if you do what you can and someone else over there does what they can, it's things will change. This is called the hundredth monkey. Please remember this. So there was a study or there wasn't, there was kind of like an observation of some monkeys on an island a long time ago. And the monkeys learned how to create tools to open coconuts. And there were so many monkeys doing this. Uh, One would show the other. And then they got to the hundredth monkey And all of a sudden, in the mass consciousness of these monkeys on the island that was learning to do this with the tools and other islands and other locations that were not connected to this island, all of the monkeys suddenly learn how to use these tools. Okay, and that's what happens. This is the collective consciousness. This is, yes, we've got this group consciousness of the tribe and sort of a bit negative, but also... We can tap into this energy of the group wisdoms. It's a different, it's a much higher vibe. So the more people that follow their path, the more other people are suddenly going to just find they're following their path. Now, in the 90s, I became vegetarian. And I remember the amount of people saying, what's the point? Why do you want to be vegetarian? What's the point? What change can one person do? Now, between you and me, I wanted to be vegetarian for myself. I didn't, I never wanted to eat meat. I hated it. Yes, there was a few things I did like, but in general, I could not stomach meat. I didn't want meat at all. So I was doing it for me. And I love animals as well. So I was also doing it for them. But everybody was asking me, what's the point? Like, what can one person do? Now, today, vegetarianism in the UK anyway is so normal. It's not a weird thing to be at all. Veganism would be the new one, where it's like, what's the point where people would be asking those questions? But it shows there was at some point there must have been a hundredth monkey and it all kicked in. So do what you can with the abilities you've got in the culture that you're brought up and know that, yes, you may not be able to see those people, but somewhere else there are other people like you having those experiences and together you're raising the vibration until more options will come available to you. People will see that you are happier and that's that's the key. People don't want all of these things that we're told we want. We want to be happy and every person's happiness is different. It's not what the TV tells us, what the media tells us. What makes us sustainably happy for long periods of time is very unique to each other, to each person, sorry. The other thing to say is doing this work is tiring and you do need to rest, you need to rest to heal. So if you get waves of, I just need, I want to rest, I'm tired, 
give yourself permission, give yourself that self-care. Um, you'll hear the phrase a lot, transmuting pain, and that is you releasing your pain, your karma, but you could also feel tired and weak and just like you need a day off because you're transmuting Gaia's energies or you are the collective consciousness of they're feeling something big and it's very painful you could be feeling that energy and you just need to release it and let it go okay and I have a feeling that's my suggestions of what could come up but I feel other people will have their own so please head to our social media the higher self school or send me an email at info at higherselfschool.com telling us your experiences and hopefully if it's okay with you I can then pass that information on through our social media through our workshops telling other people what your experiences are like of working going from the 3D to the 5D. Right guys so that's it for all of the information that I've put together to share with you on 5D. Next week we have an interview with Steve and then the following week is the Q&A week. Q&A is going to be interesting, it's a bit of secrets, first one we're doing so I'm not going to tell you too much. But between now and then please consider taking a moment to again go to my social media, links in the bio or send an email of any questions that what I have spoken about over the last three weeks brings up that you'd love answering. And that's the episode, the Q&A episode is the chance where I will answer those questions with a guest who maybe will be able to share their point of view as well. But until then, have a lovely week. I hope you're enjoying this new setup and don't forget to sign up to this week's, this month's workshop and I will see you with Steve next week. Bye guys. Bye.